Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 236 on KDKA. Rosalind Carter, the first lady married to Jimmy Carter, uh, diagnosed with dementia. The word came from the Carter Center today. And this comes on the same day that we are focusing on a couple of other issues having to do with Alzheimer's as well. Number one has to do with a new blood biomarker that they say can predict if cognitively healthy elderly people will develop Alzheimer's disease. That is coming up at 3.05. We also have an opportunity right now to have a chat about the Alzheimer's Association and what they are doing here in Pennsylvania to host the Pittsburgh Summit on Alzheimer's and Dementia. That is coming up this week, and that will be an important discussion as well to take a look at some of the different ways that things happen for people when it comes to brain activity, Alzheimer's, dementia, etc. And we are delighted right now to be joined by Sarah Murphy, Vice President of Programs for the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Pennsylvania. Sarah, thank you so much for carving out some time for us here on KDKA. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me again. It's always great to have you here. I know that this coming Thursday is going to be a big opportunity for you because for three and a half hours you and the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Pennsylvania will be talking at Mount Ararat Community Activity Center about the impact of Alzheimer's and other dementia particularly within the African-American community. So help us to understand first of all how much of a gap or disparity or difference is there between white Americans and those in the African-American community when it comes to Alzheimer's, when it comes to dementia? Yes, thank you. So, um, you know, we do know that uh, black African-Americans are twice as likely to have uh, a diagnosis of Alzheimer's or other form of dementia than um, white um, Caucasians. And so we know also that they most likely are not to access a diagnosis. There might be mistrust with their provider. And so we know that we have an opportunity here to convene. And, and really, this is a collaborative community conversation um, to bring together both key community leaders from various sectors, and voices of experience, care partners, to have a conversation, to learn together, to say, look, this is what we know, and here's the impact in the community, but what are we going to do about it, right? So we, we can hold a, a conference or hold a summit and say, here are the facts, but this is an opportunity for us to, to learn more about what are the health disparities, what are the things that we know, and then have the opportunity to hear from the community, well, what are the challenges that we are specifically seeing here within Greater Pittsburgh? And what are some things that we can do in the community over the next six to 12 months to start to build some community solutions alongside um, everyone? 
Um, so that's what I think we're really excited about is that we're, we're building this alongside some fantastic community-based partners. Um, and, you know, AARP of Pittsburgh is our, is our sponsor, and we're working very closely with um, partners like Community Family Builders, Faith-Based Health Collaborative, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, individuals that really have that trust in the community to really ha- to be able to ha- to convey this conversation. So we're really excited about it. There is little doubt about the fact that there is a disparity here. I don't think anybody questions that as it relates to race. The question is why? Why is there such a gap? You mentioned distrust, but are there other factors there that that come in? Well, we do know that uh, when we talk about brain health and cognitive health, right, we know that there are, you know, within these populations, we know that there's greater risk for heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes. And we know that statistics are showing that at midlife, if people um, are at risk for some of these cardiovascular issues, that they're also at greater risk for cognitive decline or dementia later in life. So we see that with black, black African-Americans, Hispanic, Latino, they are likely, right, highly likely to have some form of Alzheimer's and dementia, but also at greater risk um, for cardiovascular issues. So we know that that's a big component um, with it as well. Um, you know, in addition to going back to having that conversation back at home, right, being able to recognize, you know, this is not a normal part of aging, right? This is something that could be more serious. And so have that opportunity to say, access help, go get help and don't take care of it yourself, right, within the family, um, but go seek advice of professionals and what are those resources out there for you in the community? Is there a certain amount of stigma still attached to it? I mean, I know that's one of the things that Rosalind Carter talked about 50 years ago. I mean, that when she was advocating for people who were dealing with mental health issues, including things like dementia, she was saying there was a stigma attached and people didn't want to talk about it. Is that still the case? That's absolutely the case. You know, I would say that, um, you know, we talk about, you know, this is not a normal part of aging, but I think if people think that, um, you know, someone has or they could suspect that their loved one has Alzheimer's or their dementia, that they're going crazy or is this something that they did. So there really is a stigma and, and people, you know, don't want to talk about it. And so I think the more that we are open and that we provide spaces and convene the community, the greater community of all ages, of all sectors to bring and lift a greater awareness about it, um, that is that is huge. And so that is something that we talk about mistrust. Right. With providers, we talk about a greater risk due to cardiovascular issues, all of these health disparities to talk about it and then to talk about what we can do about it will be discussed at our summit this Thursday, um, June the 1st. One of the other questions that I have for you, you mentioned the cardiovascular issues, but are there other factors, whether it be diet, whether it be sleep, uh, whether it be exercise and things like that, that has there been a correlation drawn between any of those other factors as to why there might be such disparities here? Well, you know, we, we say that, you know, access, you know, so social determinants on health. So we, we think about, you know, if we have access to good, good nutrition, mm-hmm. right? If we have the access to, um, you know, safe walking uh, places to, to exercise, you know, so we know that if we have access, you know, to, 
things like this in the community, we will, uh, you know, lead a healthier lifestyle. And so we see, we do see that there's some disparities, um, you know, with that. And, you know, we do know the importance, right? It's not just eating healthy, but there's many components, right, to increasing um, our brain health. And that includes, you know, overall physical health, which includes know your numbers, like the cardiovascular issues. We also know that that does include cognitive engagement, to use it or lose it, you know, be able to continue to stay cognitively engaged, that socialization, that social isolation, in addition to to exercise, right, the importance of of movement. And so I think that, um, you know, when we look at this, this is something where um, another statistic, right, we see that only 35% of African-Americans say that they're concerned about Alzheimer's or dementia. And so when you think about that and we think about the statistics, Right. We need to start generating a greater awareness, right, to say, hey, you know, this is something that is a public health crisis and is impacting your community. So what can we do to address it even earlier? And so talking about brain health as it relates to heart health even earlier um, than 65 or 70. So really starting to normalize the conversation about brain health. Um, is really a goal and something that we're, we're looking to do and, and to have a, just an open and honest conversation in the community about it. Can people just show up on Thursday? Do you ask them to register? Is it open to the public? It is open to the public. It's free, it's free of charge. Uh, but we are asking people to register. Um, and we are asking people, you know, to either go to our website, alz.org slash PA, or they can call a 1-800 number, 24-7 helpline at one 800 272-3900. And, you know, we also are, are doing uh, some of these events as well. We've got one in Philadelphia uh, that we're doing for the caregivers, in addition to one in the Lancaster community as well for the Hispanic Latino. Um, all this month of June, which is Alzheimer's and Brain Health Awareness Month. So we're really excited across our state for actually having these conversations in various communities where we know we're at greater risk and have disparities. And so we're excited to be able to launch Alzheimer's and Brain Health Awareness Month on June 1st, starting here in Pittsburgh with this um, with the summit. Sarah Murphy joining us, Vice President with the Alzheimer's Association, Greater Pennsylvania Chapter. Sarah, always good to have you in the program. Look forward to seeing you here in Pittsburgh on Thursday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.